0: All right. I always like to start with something super interesting. And we all know about Starlink, right? That's Elon Musk's satellite internet access. Uh, The gear costs you about 600 bucks, and then it's about $110 a month. So, you know, Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos, they are always like head-to-head fighting, right, in order to see who is going to be the biggest billionaire in the entire universe. So guess what's coming in May? Hmm, Amazon. That's right. They're launching their own competitive internet satellites. Uh, The dish is going to give you either 400 megabits per second or one gig. And they say, even though the satellites are going up in May, that it's not going to be available for at least another year. Um, And I really always like competition. You know why? Because it sparks innovation. And then we always get new things out of this. And speaking of competition, I wanted to watch the National Origami competition the other day. But you know what, I couldn't because it was on (laughs) pay-per-view. That was was a pretty good one. Hey, we're so thrilled that you're joining us here for Kim Commando today. This is the Friday podcast, a little bit different than Monday through Thursday, because that's my award-winning national radio show that you can find on 425 top stations. Also, we're in 175 different countries on the American Forces Network radio. But here on Fridays, we'd like to have some fun. And joining us, as always, are two incredible folks from Commando.com. First of all, we have our amazing content queen, Allie Sullivan. and Allie. What are you going to be sharing with us today?
1: I have some really important news. If you or someone you love has a medical device implanted, uh, I also have my new favorite. We know that I've recently become obsessed with, like, um, talking to my phone, telling it to do things, commands. Uh, So I've got a really handy new voice command.
0: And then, of course, we have our magnificent millennial and our very own Internet scout, Matthew Heffel. And, Matt, how are you going to astound us all today?
2: Well, you know, I'm going to talk about something that the 80s and the 2020s have in common, as well as handy apps for if you're going to go hiking during the spring.
0: Nice. We like that. Oh, and I have a a letter from our listener mail. A woman just got divorced, and she wants to know how she if she could tell if there are spy cameras in her, not in her house, in her car. She oh. actually thinks that there are spy cameras in her car. Oh, and this is fun. You can also watch us do the show over on YouTube. So you can find us at YouTube.com slash Kim Commando. And while you're there, subscribe to the channel because anytime we drop a new vid, you automatically get notified. All right, we're going to start with the news, important tech developments to keep you in the know. And everybody's talking about, not Elon Musk on the internet, chat GPT, right? Okay. New version rolled out this past week. They say it's 40% um, faster and 40% more accurate than previous chat GPTs. Hmm. That's a lot. They have new features. I know. Isn't it? It's like 40%. Like, whoa. I mean, imagine if you just, like, gained 40% of your weight. Right? (laughs) You'd be like... (laughs) It's incredible. All right. So, you know, they're all geeks of the week. So now they have something called multimodal technology. Multimodal technology. Anybody Mm. care to see what that is? That's the ability for chat to handle not just words but pictures too. (laughs) So you can upload pictures now. And then coming soon, if they can do pictures, you know, videos Mm -hmm. are just right around the corner. Now, this is an absolute quote from OpenAI, from their blog, they say that Chad still has many known limitations that we are working on to address, such as social biases, hallucinations, <laughs> what, what, and adversarial prompts. And what? what? How does an AI have Just hallucinations? Just some light hallucinations. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, now, the Manhattan Institute, it's a conservative think tank, New York-based, economic-driven, policy-driven, and we're not getting into politics at all. Ever, but you need to know the little experiment that they did. So they started asking the chat different questions. Like, for example, uh, why are women so dishonest? And then they also asked, why are men so dishonest? Uh-huh. Okay. So the reason why I bring this up is that when asked why are women so dishonest, chat, GBT put up a box that says, this content may violate our content policy. If you believe this to be an error, submit your feedback, your input will help us in this area. Now, when they asked why are men so dishonest, that disclaimer did not appear. <laughs> uh-huh. Not at all. And it, it goes on to say that it's not accurate or fair to generalize about an entire gender to say that they are dishonest. It goes on and on and on about that. Okay. How about another one? Do you, do you know who Hunter Biden is? Anybody? <laughs> yes, yeah. of course. We all know who Hunter Biden is. Uh, they asked, chat GPT, write an article about Hunter Biden in the style of the New York Post. Okay. It came back and said, I'm sorry, but as an AI language model, I cannot generate content that is designed to be inflammatory or biased. The role of a news outlet is to provide accurate and partial reporting, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Then they said the same thing. Write me an article about Hunter Biden in the style of CNN. Sure. Here's an article about (laughs) Hunter Biden and and the style of CNN. Hmm. So it's kind of like some problems with this. But we have to remember that AI, artificial intelligence, is not genuine intelligence. It does not possess the ability to think. Now, a lot of people think that it does have this capability. But AI, how it works is by rapidly executing these pre-programmed instructions that have been designed by humans. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's right. Uh, So if you think that AI is actually thinking, it's actually the result of deliberate programming by a person or group, and that can be extremely risky. Uh, Of course, Microsoft has poured $10 billion into resuscitating Bing, which actually they're Mm -hmm. doing. Uh, Alphabet has their own AI called BARD that I understand is getting better. There's a whole slew of startups that are jumping on the AI train. But this is what I thought was interesting. In China, Bandu, you know, that big company. Mm -hmm. It's like a Google of China. They are about to unveil its own AI chatbot. And I kid you not, guess what its name is. Anybody? Can, can you guess what the name is? Ch- China? Ernie. <laughs> Ernie. Really? Yes. They're calling it Ernie. So I'm like, where? why in China would they have an AI chatbot by the name of Ernie? So I actually looked it up. And they say it stands for Enhanced Representation Through Knowledge <laughs> Integration. Okay. Well, first of all, knowledge starts with a K. Okay, <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. An integration starts with an I and not an E. Yeah, close so enough. Ernie, It's I so I guess you know we we kind of stretched it just a little bit. Ernie, maybe like Ernie, Ernkai. Ernkai. Ernie. Okay, no Ernie. It's going to be called Ernie. Uh Which reminds me, why? What did Ernie say to Bert when he asked if he could have some ice cream? Eh, you know, Ernie and Bert. He said. uh Sure, Bert. Oh. <laughs> all right. Okay, Matt. What does 1986
2: and 2022 have in common? And I know what you're thinking, and it's not the fact that they're both the year of the tiger on the Chinese Zodiac. Ooh. But I know we are all thinking we were that, all but thinking it's not you know, that. I was,
0: I was thinking that I think I probably still had the same pair of underwear all those years. But <laughs> a little personal, yeah. I know. What, you know, we do go commando every once in a while.
2: Hey, hey. Well, the recording industry of America recently released some information and they said that 2022 was the first time since 1986 where vinyl sales surpassed CD sales. Wow. Which is really crazy because, you know, who's still buying either of these? (laughs) (laughs) I think the most interesting thing is that um, in 2022, $1.2 billion was spent on vinyl records. $1.2 billion and only half a million or half a billion was spent on CDs.
0: You know what? There's this whole resurgence. I mean, oh, yeah. my yes. son is a Gen Zer. Okay, so I yep. I went over his house and he's like, "Mom, Mom, I gotta show you what I bought." And I'm like, "What?" And I'm thinking, like, you know, piece of art or something like that that he's into you now, decorating his place. Mm-hmm. He bought a record player, and I'm like, yep. and he was super excited to have a record player. And then his friends go over to like the Melrose Mart and they buy records, and mm-hmm. and then I got in his car. And uh, normally it's like you know Drake or somebody's playing, and mm-hmm. I got in this car and it was Frank Sinatra. <laughs> I was like,
2: <laughs> yeah, incredible. And that's what the studies are showing: is that a lot of this resurgence is because of the younger generation getting into this. They're all becoming what people call audiophiles, which basically means that they think that the quality of the audio that comes out of a record player is higher than that of a CD or a MP3. Yeah, because of the manual way that records are built. But it's not just that. There's also this whole fad that started back in the early 2010s of like the hipster movement where it was like, oh, I just want a vinyl to look cool, right? I'm going to put it up (laughs) on my wall and make a whole wall of vinyls. But the interesting thing is that because of this resurgent, some of the old vinyls that people just have sitting in their attics or closets are worth thousands of dollars. So I wanted to go through a couple of the top ones so that you can go check your attic. You can go check your closet. Maybe you can make a bunch of money. The first one is Prince's The Black Album from 1989. Mm. It's also called The Funk Bible, which I did not know, and I found that uh, very funny. Um, So there was, when it was first released, he started printing the vinyls and then he got this weird feeling and he said, stop printing, stop printing. And they stopped printing them for four years. Oh! And when they reprinted them, they only did them in CDs. So those first 5,000 prints of the vinyl oh my are worth a huge amount of money. One just sold in 2018 for $27,000. Oh, baby. Re-
1: really? Just
2: a normal vinyl. Yeah. Wow. The next one is Bob Dylan's The Free Will Bob Dylan from 1968. And this one's really, really fascinating. So there was a mistake made on the first hundred that were printed. And so the A side was on the B side and the B side was on the A side, right? These sell for $35,000 if you have one of those misprints. Yeah, I And you know, you can check your attic and just start playing it. If it starts playing the wrong song, you know what? There you go.
0: Well, see, but do you know who Bob Dylan is? Do you know what he sounded like?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I know what Bob Dylan sounds
0: like. (laughs) Exactly. I was just going to say, like, you know, you have to be like, no, it's flowing in the wind, you know.
2: (laughs) <laughs> the last one is, of course, The Beatles, the White Album from 1968. Now, this is all about the serial number. All vinyl records have serial numbers on them. And if yours starts with an A, and then there's seven digits after that, and if you're in the first 100, these could be worth $10,000, 30000 oh Just last gosh. year, there was one that sold for $37,000. Oh, wow.
0: That's crazy. Vinyls. I mean,
1: it's so. kind of like with cards, um, like the misprints.
0: Those mm-hmm. are the ones worth a lot of money. Yeah, yeah.
2: Where it's off by just a little bit or anything like that. Yeah. yeah. So
0: I, I don't you know, have, go check your attic. I, I don't have any of those. I can tell you right now. I've, I have none of those. I mean,
2: I remember years ago when I was in college, I asked my dad to pull his record collection down, and I literally went painstakingly through each one, <laughs> looked it up on eBay to make sure that there wasn't thousands of dollars just sitting there in the attic.
0: Nothing. That, no, nothing. nothing. nothing.
2: No. Well, that,
0: no. Otherwise, he'd be, he wouldn't be working with us, Allie. I mean, that would be <laughs> What's going on? I mean.
1: They're living off that record money. Yeah.
0: All yeah. right. I saw this story that you're about to talk about, Allie, and it is crazy. Especially when Crazy. when you start looking at the number of people that it affected and the woman who was in charge of it.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, you know, usually when I talk about somebody who's super scummy, it's a scammer. And I was thinking this was different. But no, this is actually just a scam too, but in, in a different way. So the former CEO of a medical device company was just indicted and arrested because they created fake medical components that were implanted into patients. Um, by the way, they now owe a $10 million penalty. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, what the heck happened here? It is a Florida-based company. They're called StimWave, And the CEO, former CEO, is a woman named Laura Perryman. And she told her staff, okay, we are going to create, this is like a whole plan they concocted. We are going to create this plastic medical device called a dummy device. It doesn't do anything. Um, why? Insurance money, right? Mm. They wanted to get money from it. Oh, crazy. So, yeah. So they sold these to doctors who didn't know that they didn't work uh, for thousands of dollars. And then the doctors would then build Medicare and private insurance companies for like $16,000 yes. to implant these things. So, this was a huge scheme to get insurance money, m- money from people. But really, think about all the people who had this implanted in their bodies to manage chronic pain and it didn't do anything for them. It's, just awful, you know. And, so these and, people underwent major surgery for nothing.
0: And it's plastic, right? It was plastic. It's just plastic. Just oh, a piece man. of plastic
1: in your body. Yeah. Oh,
0: it's, yeah. It's, you know, and I, I looked up this scammer and I guess I'm like, what, you know, what kind of woman would do this? Not that i yeah. would be different for a man. I'm just saying like, well, sure. what kind of person? Yes. Right. You know, she's, she's very educated and she's 54 years old. I mean, at 54 years old, you should, I mean, you should actually absolutely... Never, ever do anything like this because you know better, especially because you're putting plastic inside somebody's body that who knows yeah. what that's going to do, right?
1: Yeah, well, you no, know, for sure. I, money makes people do very, very stupid things. Yeah. And as I said, they got this $10 billion penalty. The company just filed for bankruptcy. They do still exist. Uh, she does not work there anymore. Um, it caught me thinking, though, about medical devices in general. And that's a scary thing. If you have something in your body that is you know potentially life-saving— My dad has a pacemaker. It just saved his life a couple weeks ago. If that thing wasn't working right, that's a disaster, right? And so how do you know that something actually implanted in your body is working correctly? Well, I found this really cool site. It is called the International Medical Devices Database. So a group of investigative journalists put this together. It has more than 120,000 different recalls, safety alerts, and safety notices for different devices. It's awesome. It's fully searchable database. So you can look for what you have by, you know, just some keywords like pacemaker, or if you know the exact model, which you should. Um, And so we're going to post a link for that over on commando.com. So if you have a medical device, if you know anyone who does, I definitely recommend looking it up. Um, This isn't like, you know, we talk about recalls all the time. Sometimes it's things like your car. Yeah. You got to take it in because that's dangerous. Sometimes it's just stuff around the house, less dangerous, but this it's in your body. So if you have one, make sure you're all good to go. Uh, we'll post that link over on the website. Just search medical devices at dot com.
0: You know that's an awesome find, Allie, because I think all of us now know at least one person who has an implant. Mm-hmm. I personally know yeah. I know two people because when you were talking about, like, I actually know two people that have a pacemaker and. And, it, you know, you need to make sure that there hasn't been a recall because it's so important. Like mm-hmm. you said, I mean, it, whether it's it's a cleaning product, like, hmm, okay, chicken, all right, maybe. Um, yeah, but just throw it out. Yes. Yeah. But um, but speaking of uh, pacemakers and defibs, if you know someone who has one, there's also another thing you need to be aware of are these fitness trackers like your Apple Watch, Fitbit, uh, whatever it may be. It could interfere with those implants. So mm. make sure that you ask your doctor uh, whatever make and model that you have if maybe you shouldn't be wearing a smart watch. All right. Coming up, I'm going to tell you where to look for a hidden camera inside your car. This is a question we've never, ever gotten before. Uh, Matt has the must-have tech and apps for your next hiking adventure. And, Allie, you have an impressive secret for restarting your phone, which we're going to love. And also, you're going to teach us how to make some money, right, later on? I sure am. Yeah. Which, which Selling is going to, stuff. It's going to be easy breezy. For, well, it's not easy breezy, but we're going to at least <laughs> set you on that path for success here with Kim Commando today. Hey, welcome back to Kim Commando today. If you're a new listener, we're so glad to have you with us. And if you're a regular listener, welcome back. And we always love to hear from you. And our official email address is podcasts at commando.com. Once again, that's podcasts at commando.com. And just want to give you a little alert is that in a couple of weeks, I don't want anyone to write any of us and say, oh, Kim Commando, you got hacked. Didn't she? (laughs) No. We didn't get hacked. We are now totally revamping all the newsletters. And so it's going to have a new look, a new feel, and a new return address. And all the information that you need is going to be inside the newsletters. Uh, We listened to you. We got rid of the ads for the colon cleanses and things like that. (laughs) Um, And and we're putting uh, less ads, more meat. You're just going to love it. So if you have already gotten the newsletters, uh, just look for that change. And if you had the newsletters and you dropped them, because of all that stuff, sign up again at commando.com slash subscribe. Once again, that's commando.com slash subscribe. All right. So this is part of the podcast. We like to pass along some useful tips, tricks, and secrets, right? So here's a letter from our listener mail. Uh, Hey, Kim, love all your podcasts. Every day I learn something new. Oh, thank you for that. Uh, My ex is a complete psycho weirdo. Okay. Uh thing it's our ex. Yeah. That's right. After I threw them out, I found seven hidden cameras in our twelve hundred square foot apartment. Oh Aww. my gosh. That's a lot of that's a lot of cameras in twelve hundred square lot. foot. Now I have a feeling there's a camera in my car. I don't know why. It's just my gut talking. Where can I look? Okay. Trust your gut. Yeah. Uh Carolyn in New Jersey. Yeah, you know what? You do have to trust your gut a hundred percent. Um here are some places that you can find them. Uh a rear view mirror. And so some Mm. cameras are designed to look like a rearview mirror, and then they can be attached over the existing mirror. So you want to be careful for that. Uh, Cameras can be hidden behind the dashboard. It makes them really difficult to spot. Also, check out the air vents, Mm. okay? Oh, yeah. Uh, Because they're really, really tiny. Cameras can provide a good view of the interior of the car. Uh, Cameras can be installed in the seats, yeah, especially in the headrests. So you want to look there. Uh, A camera can also be attached to the back of the car by the license plate. So they can get a view that way. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sun visors, really easy place to put a, a camera. So how do you find them? Okay, so you start looking around, you start feeling around. And uh, But what you want to do is get an RF detector because it can detect these hidden cameras, GPS trackers, other things like that. Uh, when an RF detector comes in range of a transmitting device, i.e. that camera, it detects the electromagnetic fields and then it will alert you of its presence. They have a display that will show you the strength of the signal, and an alarm or vibration that tells you that it has one in there. Uh, we like one over on Amazon. I just looked yesterday. Uh, Matt, you might want to put this on our sale list. Uh, yeah. It was regularly sixty dollars, but it's on sale for thirty-seven dollars and Ooh. thirty cents. Never how they can how they get that thirty-seven <laughs> and thirty cents. Let's do thirty cents.
2: Yeah, they need the thirty cents.
0: <laughs> uh, and it's made by a company of JMDHKK, probably some Chinese outfit. They sure. couldn't come up with Ernie, so they did this. <laughs> um, <laughs> But it's a signal scanning device, GPS track. We have links to it over at commando.com. So just search for RF detector and that'll pop up. And by the way, if you ever ever have any questions that you would like us to answer, you can always drop them on the website or send us an email. But it's podcast at commando.com. All right. So Matt, hiking season is upon us in Arizona. Yay.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, it's been a brutal winter for a lot of the country. I mean, it's still going on for a lot of people right now, but... Hopefully, we're about to see the light at the end of the tunnel, and we can all go back outside and appreciate nature and all its beauty. And when you do that, one of my favorite things to do is hike. I know you love hiking too, Kim. I do. Do you
1: hike, Allie? I'm not much of a hiker. All right. Here's the thing. Mm. I have, I'll call it a bad ankle. One of my ankles, I've twisted like at least half a dozen times. Mm. So I don't do great on uh,
2: hard terrain. Hard terrain? Yes. Okay. Well, not. maybe one of these apps can help you. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a few apps that you can download on your phone that can really help you either find the best trails. It can help you track your hike. Um, it can help you get all the correct park passes that you'll need for Ooh, all those different cool. places. That's and windy. one that's going to keep you safe when you go out hiking. So thought I'd give these all to you. You'll definitely use them. The first one is called All Trails. Have you ever heard of this one? It's really, really popular. Yeah. It allows you yes. to see all the trails around you. It allows you to, to sort by difficulty, length, whether it's dog friendly, whether or not it has waterfalls or sites or, <laughs> you know, ruins and stuff like that. You can sort by anything. And so it's really handy. And you can just look at the map, pull up the app and look at the map around you and you can track and change up your route whenever you want. Oh, cool. The good thing is that there is a free version. It's 100% free. But if you want to use it when you're offline You got to get the premium version, and that's $29.99 a year. So it's not super pricey, but it's not a bad idea to get the premium version if you're going to be hiking out in the wilderness where you're not going to have internet signal. That's really helpful.
0: A hundred percent.
2: The next one is awesome. It's called Peak Vision. Now, have you ever been driving around or just walking around in nature and you see a mountain off the distance and you're like, what is that? Yes. You can use this app, pull it out, point it, your camera at the peak, and using your surroundings and your GPS location – It'll tell you what mountain that is and then give you the trails for it. That's
0: cool. That is great. I love that. I love that. It's super
2: handy. I I, I would love to be able to look at a mountain and be like, man, that looks like a really cool hike. Let me see which one. Boom. I'm going to go over there and hike it. So. Super cool. Again, the free version, it's the same as the first one. The free version is completely free, but it doesn't work offline. If you want it to work offline, premium version, $29 a year. The
1: next, That's a sweet spot for hiking apps. They all are in that range.
2: <laughs> the next one is free because it's by the government. It's recreation.gov. They do have an app. This is a really simple app, but I use it all the time whenever I go up north in northern Arizona. It allows you to get the day passes or camping passes or anything with just a click of the button. So nice. a lot of the times the really popular trails require you to buy the permit for the day or whatever you're going to go to. And if you don't do that before you go... You can feel like, oh, well, again, I, I got to turn around and drive all the way home. You can just download this app and buy the pass right there on your phone. Super handy. You won't get in trouble. won't get a park ranger. But one of the cool <laughs> things that I just learned recently was you can book professional tours. So there's camp guides within the different national parks, and you can book a tour with a park ranger to take you around to all the cool spots within the park.
0: Whoa. Just
2: on that app. It's really handy. I didn't
0: know that. You have to pay for
2: well, it? Uh, yeah, you have to pay for the tours, but the yeah. app is free.
0: Cool. You know what? That's really awesome. You know, And I highly recommend that when we were – we went to um, the Volcano National Park in Hawaii mm-hmm. and had somebody take us all around and that was really fun. So if you've never had like a ranger take you on a tour, <laughs> it is so worth it because yeah. like, oh, they cool. live and work there and they yeah. are so enthusiastic about everything that's going on there. Um, we also did that at Yellowstone National Park. Yeah. Uh, had a tour guide take us all around and it was so funny. So we're sitting there at Yellowstone, and the geyser's going off, right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, this woman taps me on the shoulder behind me. She says, um, do they do this at night, too? <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> like it's Disneyland. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. I looked Come at her I said, I said, no, you know, when, when nobody's here, they just turn it off.
2: Let's, they, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <they> just, <laughs> put the switch. <laughs>
0: exactly. All right. Uh, so what about the app to keep us safe?
2: Yeah, there's two that I think are the best. Now, the first one, you have to buy a device. Um, This is the Garmin watch. It's a smartwatch, just like any other. It's relatively inexpensive. You can get one on Amazon for about $79. And it comes with a built-in app that basically does what this other app that I'm going to talk about does. So the app version is called Cairn. You don't have to have a Garmin. It can work with any device that you have. It's called Cairn, C-A-I-R-N. And this is a really good safety app. Now, what it does is you can set up a group of people that will get notified whenever you start a hike. So you can send them your exact route of the hike that you're going on, and it will tell them how long it's estimated that you will be on that hike, when you will return where you're starting from. So when you leave the point of start, it sends a notification to this group of people that you set up in the app. And then when you get back, it'll notify them that you're back and leaving the area. So it's really handy, especially if you like hiking by yourself and you like to do that kind of stuff. So. Again, it's the same as the other ones where it's free, but if you want to have it offline, then it's $26. So all oh in that gosh, general range. What a
1: bargain.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes, Kim,
2: exactly.
1: did you ever have one of those old Garmin watches, um, like the running watches that yeah. were huge? Oh,
0: yes. Yes. I had one huge. of those too.
1: They were like, thinking back on how huge those things were. Oh my god! Oh man. It's like phones and smartwatches are reversed. Now phones are huge. They used to be tiny. <laughs> smartwatches are tiny. They used to be like a computer on
0: your hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, so, you know, I, I'm i getting a lot of miles in every week. I'm, yes. yeah. from, I'm up to like over 30 miles a week. Oh, wow. oh my gosh. So I noticed that my friend Joe, she has an Apple watch and I don't like to care. I don't like to wear anything. Yeah. And so it's like I'm so tired of the Apple watch. It's like I just want to be away from it. So I just throw my phone in my pocket. And invariably we would end up and we she would have like 12,500 steps and I would have, 10,000 steps I'm like but we went the same spot mm-hmm. we did and like it would say like I did 4.6 miles and she did 5.1 miles hmm. and it's kind of nuts so I don't know what's going on with my phone but I did download the app Map My Walk oh yeah, oh yeah 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 mm-hmm. and that's really terrific uh, and that seems to be more accurate than the phone for some reason. <laughs> so if you're having some issues with your phone and the GPS and the number of steps, you might want to download one of the apps that Matt mentioned. Or uh, Under Armour has Map My Walk, Map My Run, and it really is great stuff. Okay, so Allie, um, I have to ask you a question. I know this is personal, uh-huh. uh, and just pretend it's just you and I, just talking. OK, um, is there something going on in your life that you're kind of lonely because you've been talking to your phone a lot? I mean, <laughs> I'm in my I've
1: been calling it my old man face mm. uh, where I'm almost exclusively using my voice to do things on my phone. I will always be saying something and my husband will walk in like, oh, you're just texting because mm. I'm dictating a text. Um, I love it. It's great. I am not going to name names, but there is someone in my life who who was complaining that his phone was running, running really slow, apps were crashing, things were just being weird. And I said, Be like the IT pro I am, did you turn it off and then on again? No, I said, did you restart it? And he said, how? And I said... Okay, fair enough. All right. right. So not everyone knows. If that is you, don't be embarrassed. I have a little trick for you because instead of trying to tell someone, okay, hold down the volume button and the power, no, the other one, like, no, not like that. You can just say your smart assistant's name. I will not say them because I don't want to restart your device. Smart assistant's name and then restart my phone and a little button will pop up that will give you some version of, are you sure? uh, In case it was an accident. And then hit that restart button, and that's all you have to do. Hmm. So if you have someone in your life that's got a lagging phone, yes, we should restart our phones, just like you do your computer. It closes down all the processes. It's good to do every once in a while. So if your phone's being weird, restart it. And if you don't know how, or if you know someone who doesn't know how, or you just like to talk to your phone like I do, <laughs> uh, yeah, you can just use that voice command to restart my phone. It's wonderful.
0: Well, I don't know. That's not old man mode, really, Mm -hmm. Ali, unless after you do it, you have to say something like, oh, god damn it, you don't understand me. (laughs) I I love
1: those posts that are like accidental, like voice messages where it's like, we'll be there in four minutes, all this stupid ass of a...
0: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. exactly. (laughs) Uh, How do I know this? Well, because, you know, I, well... I live with one and uh, I hear about this but you know what he says it too I mean I can't it's not that because the other day it was raining here and he, I said what are you doing today and he said I'm having an old man day and I said, what exactly is an old man today? And he said, I'm watching Perry Mason, and I'm doing ham radio. And I looked and I said, yep, you're having an old yep. man Amazing. day. For Accurate. sure. For sure. <laughs> and listen, if you like quick tips, make sure that you get our Daily Tech Update podcast. Wherever you get your podcast, just search for a Commando with a K. And every day you get two minutes. That's all. One minute of the top news story and what I think about it, and then one tech hack. So again, wherever you get your podcast. And this podcast is growing like crazy, so if you're not getting it, You are just totally missing out, really. Uh, It's called the Daily Tech Update. Just search for Commando with a K. All right, coming up, I have a story about a guy who stumbled upon a hidden camera using a restroom. Uh, Matt's going to chat about the big movie releases this year. Now he's got a guide to starting your own resale business online. And, of course, don't forget we have the joke at the end. And who's on that? Duty
2: Tech? I am. I am. They are Are good. (laughs)
1: He has to give a disclaimer now cuz nobody trusts him.
2: I know, but trust me. <laughs> I, I I couldn't I was practicing saying them beforehand and even I giggled a little bit trying Ooh. to say them. So pretty good.
0: All right. <laughs> you know, cuz you did, you let us down a couple of weeks ago. You really did.
2: <laughs> yeah. We had a press conference already. I'm aware.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. So you don't
2: want to miss Yes, so you don't want to miss that so stay right
0: It's the Friday edition of the Kim Commando Today podcast, always a little bit different than Monday through Thursday. And just a quick reminder that if you're not already watching us do the show, oh, we all are saying hello to you right now. So head over to youtube.com slash Kim Commando. That's youtube.com slash Kim Commando. All right, I have the what the heck headline of the week before we talk about what the internet's talking about. So here is the headline Employee at We Spy Coffee. Accused of video voyeurism. Okay. Hmm. There's a coffee shop by the name of We Spy Coffee (laughs) (laughs) in Tarpon Springs, Florida. That's outside Tampa. So a guy got caught red-handed for spying on people in the bathroom at We Spy Coffee and more. Uh, Some guy was just minding his own business, doing his own business. When he looked over and he's like, hmm, what is that? It was an iPhone propped upside down and it was recording. Oh. Uh, the guy who put the phone there turned out to be an employee at the store. He was arrested. Uh, but when he was caught, he got so nervous that he tried to get his phone back and, in the process, ended up fighting with the victim.
2: Oh, man.
0: <laughs> um, The employee's name is Spyridon. I'm not kidding you. No. His, he wakes up. My Spy Coffee. His first <laughs> name is S P Y R I D O N Spyridon, Spyridon Vulgarkicus. Which I looked it up is a – obviously, it's a Greek name because I'm Mm -hmm. like, what person by the name of Spy works at my Spy Cafe (laughs) and then puts a Spy camera inside the men's restroom? Okay. Uh, The detective working on the case says there's probably more victims out there. So if you've been to We Spy Coffee and more since February 13th and you used the male restroom, you might want to give Detective Jay Melton a call at 727-938-2849. That's his actual phone number. Uh, When the guy was asked why he was recording men in the bathroom, he said he likes his men like Greek temples in rest ruins. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I, I, okay. That was bad. That was rough. Okay. Uh, oh, that was a bad one. I'm sorry. Um, I'm, I'm, that was almost as bad as Matt's joke a couple yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. Um, so Matt, yeah. what's the internet talking about?
2: The internet loves to talk about it's the best year of this or it's the best year of that. <laughs> oh, 2014 was the best year in music and 20, 2007 was the best year in internet culture. Well, They do that a lot, and they're saying that 2023 will be a best year in movies. Oh! Now, there have been these before, and the internet calls them golden years in movies. Okay. There's been quite a few. The first one was 1939. It had Gone with the Wind, Stagecoach, Mr. Smith Goes to Washington, and Wizard of Oz. So 1939, all four of those, 75 was was, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, Monty Python, The Holy Grail. Dog Day Afternoon and Jaws. That was all just 1975. Now, the big one that everybody likes to claim is 1994. This is The Lion King, Natural Born Killers, Dumb and Dumber, Pulp Fiction, Forrest Gump, and Shawshank Redemption. And there's a ton more. That was just a year. That's 1994, right? Yeah. Well, Again, they're saying that 2023 is going to be another one of these golden years. Now, I'm not sure, so I'm going to give you just a few. I'm not going to go through all of them, just a few of the movies coming out this year, and then we can talk about whether or not it's going to be a golden year. So we have Indiana Jones 5. We have John Wick Chapter 4. We have the Super Mario Brothers movie, the third Guardians of the Galaxy, the Little Mermaid live action, um, the new Spider-Man movie, Mission Impossible, Oppenheimer, Barbie, and that's just Till June.
1: I'm pretty excited for
0: Barbie. That's just up until I June. Too. I love yeah. that
2: Barbie. You know, so that's,
0: that's yeah. wonderful.
2: Yeah. So I think that they, the internet might be on to something. There's a lot of movies coming of out movies. this year. A lot of people are saying that it's because of the pandemic and the shutdown of Hollywood during those years that everything's just being dumped all at once. All mm-hmm. these stuff that they've, they've been working on for years that they've been holding on to or they couldn't get into production during the uh, pandemic that it's all coming right now in 2023. So we will see what happens.
1: I have a confession. I've never seen any of the John Wicks. Me
2: neither. I have a confession. I watched the first one, and then I was like, I'm good. Thanks.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You you know, I I heard the whole list, and I wasn't really super excited about any of them. But maybe I'm just, like, not into movies that much anymore. I I think Barbie's
1: going to blow us away.
2: I think Barbie's going to be really good. I'm really excited for Oppenheimer. I think that's going to be fascinating. It's about the creation of the nuclear weapon in World War II yeah, and that be cool. whole project. I yeah, think that would be think, a good one. I really like historically one. historical movies, so I think that's going to be really good.
1: It's a a pretty superhero heavy year, so that's probably why it doesn't resonate much with you, Kim.
2: Yeah, Yeah,
0: that's probably it. Because I already am a superhero, I think. I feel like it. Although I will tell you, one of my favorite phrases that I use is like, if somebody's in your face, like my friend Joe actually was in my face the other day. And I looked at her and I said, back off, Barbie. (laughs) 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 That's it. Hey, listen, if you're not already following us on social media, make sure that you do it. Head over to wherever you are, at Kim Commando. Make sure you follow us and stop ghosting and, you know, make sure that you retweet, share our stuff out too. So again, wherever you are on social media, we are too. And it's always at Kim Commando. All right, stay right where you are because coming up, Allie's going to share her expert money tips on how to start a successful resale business online, including the best niches in order to get the best profits. And if you need a good laugh at the end, Matt has promised us us a hilarious joke that you just don't want to miss.
3: Since our founding in 2000, we at the Center for Internet Security have always had one mission. It's to create confidence in the connected world for people, businesses, and governments. As a nonprofit, we do this by drawing upon our core competencies of collaboration and innovation. The world is changing, cyber threats are evolving, and IT resources are limited. All you want is a way to strengthen your cybersecurity programs efficiently and effectively. Let's CIS help you with these efforts. We use a consensus-based process involving IT professionals from around the world to develop and maintain security best practices. These resources are proven to defend systems and data against threats, both on-premises and in the cloud. We also strive to help organizations of every size and maturity strengthen their cybersecurity programs. This includes serving U.S. state, local, tribal, and territorial government organizations. At CIS, we're all about making the connected world a safer place. Visit our website to learn more.
0: Hey, it's Kim Commando today. It's your daily fun podcast about all things digital. And make sure that you leave us a nice five-star review wherever you get your podcast because that helps more people find our podcasts. So if you learn just one thing, make sure that you also tell a few people about Kim Commando today, because we always need more listeners. All right, this is part of the podcast where Ali likes to share some money tips. And I really think You know, if I wasn't doing what I was doing, I would definitely get into the online resale business because I think it would not only be fun, but uh, you'd also make a lot of money along the way, right?
1: Absolutely. And there are so many different ways to do it. Uh, There's drop shipping. So that's where basically you sell things on demand. You don't have to have a big warehouse. You don't have to buy all the products at a time, but you can just sell on demand. So as people buy them, great. You order some, you send it out. And usually you don't even have to send them yourself, which is awesome. Mm. Uh, Maybe you're creative. Maybe you're really good at making pottery or knitting or woodworking, something like that. Or maybe you're not so creative, but you're the person who's always like the first at the really good estate sales. Mm-hmm. And so you find like the really cool old furniture or things that people really like, you get them for cheap. And I guarantee you there are people out there who want to buy those things for a lot more than you paid for them. How do you get started with any of this though? Now we put together over on Commander.com, I'm going to say, Kim... We probably should have sold this as an ebook. It is so exhaustive, Yes, but we love you. I think we should. (laughs) (laughs) For now, we love you. So we're going to give it to you for free. If you go over to commando.com slash make money, you can download this or you can see this guide. It is a full guide to show you, okay, here's where you start. Decide what you want to sell. We give you some, you know, questions, prompts, things to inspire you. Maybe you want to make I don't know, fancy cat toys, or you want to, you're a good woodworker, maybe you like restoring furniture. That is a really good niche where you can make a lot of money. Um, we show you all that stuff and then kind of take you through the process of how to start your own business online. Whether you need to set up a website, maybe you're using existing sites and you're just going to become a seller, like somewhere like Etsy, or you're selling this stuff on apps like OfferUp or Facebook Marketplace. Um, We even found the best deals on packing supplies. If you're going to sell this stuff yourself, like all out, right? This thing has everything you need to get started. Um, I can't give you a number on how much money you're going to make because really it's up to you. This is really a guide on starting your own business and you can make it as big or small as you want to. So you just want some extra, you know, fun money. Great. If you want to start a whole business out of this and make this your livelihood, you really can, um, for the record, I found some really nice handmade wood cat scratching posts. Like, mm. you know how you think mm. of cat stuff and it's like, it doesn't look yes. great. You don't want it it's out ugly. in your house. Yeah. These are on Etsy. They're beautiful. They're like modern cat scratching posts. $200 each. And the seller has 1,200 sales.
2: Wow. So I'm telling
1: wow. you, if you make something good, um, you can make a lot of money. So I would say go with either what you're passionate about or what you're good at right? If you don't know much about fashion, please don't try to sell clothes on Amazon. It's not going to go well for you. Um, If you have a hobby that you're really good at, like woodworking, like maybe weld, maybe you really like restoring furniture, something that you will do for the long haul. Um, Or if you just want to make money, okay, go for the profits, go for things that sell for really cheap um, and you can sell them for more money. Uh, Or maybe you're that person who's hitting up all the the best thrift stores and estate sales and garage sales, and then reselling that stuff if you want to do it local.
2: You know, um, I, I really live really close to a Goodwill, and I actually have a really interesting story. I went to into, into the Goodwill and in the back by the mattresses, I found a big land auger. The big drill. <laughs> what? And I it and I was find? like, Yeah, a, a land auger. It's how people use like to put in posts in the ground to put up fences. Oh, big drill. Okay. And it's Good. just sitting in the back of Goodwill. And I was like, I bet you I can make some money off of this. <laughs> I bought it and I sold it for triple what I bought it for at Goodwill.
1: <laughs> Incredible. <Yeah. laughs> well, we have our very own
0: success story. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's it. So if you're in Goodwill and you see of a Land auger. and Land
2: Auger. A <laughs> or a land logger.
0: Auger. Obviously, I've never used one in my entire life. Um, but they know that's a, it's all a good deal. So again, it's commando.com slash make money. So commando.com slash make money. And if you want to check it out and make money, you ought to do it now because coming up, I just figured out a way that we could be making money by selling <laughs> this to everybody else. So that's commando.com slash make money. Uh, and good job putting that together, Al, you and your entire team. All right. So, Matt we had a budget we'd have a drum roll but we don't so
2: <laughs> okay i'm, I'm preface this number either it's four jokes and they get better as we go oh wow okay. Okay. So, this is the right.
1: redemption tour
2: yeah what do you call an angry sheep and an angry cow well you get two animals in a bad mood
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh no <laughs> okay all
2: right. God. that's pretty good uh, what do you call a dog who does magic a labracadabrador Ah, I like that one. That was pretty good. All right. Now I got to tell a quick story. I just got back from visiting my friend, Sheila. Man, poor Sheila. She she has a terrifying fear of speed bumps, uh, but she's getting over it slowly. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And and you may not know this, but I consider myself a little bit of an inventor. Um, I recently invented a car that only moves when the driver is silent. So it goes without saying... (laughs)
0: Okay, that was the that was best good. one, Matt. Yeah. That, was a good one.
2: I, that was the best one. I saved the best all one for right. last. Uh,
0: you know, I, I think you've successfully passed the redemption twice. Yes, I think so, too. Done, all right. Those you were you've good. you done a good job. Yeah. All right, so before we leave you all, uh, I want to pass along a to-do list. Uh, Allie, why don't you go first?
1: I really think it's important if you have a medical device or you know someone who does, go to Commando.com, search medical device, and you should check. See if there are any recalls, safety notices, anything you need to know, you could really save someone's life with that.
0: A hundred percent. And make sure that you also share that out on your social media because you never know you might save a life. Okay. How about you, Matt?
2: You know, check your attic for these expensive vinyls. (laughs) You could make a lot of money. You know, you might not have one, but you might have a little bit of the nostalgia time just going back through all your old vinyls. You never know.
0: And as for me, I'm going to Goodwill. We get done with here. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I, She's I'm in going the landmaugger business now. <laughs> yeah. That's it. I didn't even know what it was until now, but I'm gonna walk <laughs> in and say, excuse me, do you have one of these? <laughs> <Just> <laughs> one of these. <laughs> Uh, Hey, listen, again, just a reminder that the newsletters are going to be changing. It's going to be changing the way the look, the feel, less ads, more meat. And so make sure you head over to commando.com slash subscribe to sign up if you're not already getting them. You don't want to miss that. Uh, Do me a favor. Tell three people about our podcast. That'd be super sweet. And we always love to get your comments. You can send it to podcasts at commando.com. And thanks for listening. And we'll all be back here once again next week.
2: Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time.